What is up, you gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous humans? Welcome to the Siren Confessions, formerly known as the Boss Bitch Podcast. Uh, Before we dive in, I want to give you a little disclaimer that listening to this podcast may result in creating the life and business that you crave, embodying your magnetism, and owning your own siren energy. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm your visibility and confidence mentor, helping you uncover your inner bad bitch so that you can reclaim your confidence and create the life that you know you're meant to live that turns you the fuck on. We're going to cover all the things here, like how to get visible, how to take up space, integrate pleasure into your life and business, be your true, authentic, maybe weird, maybe quirky self, and so much more, including lots of spicy siren confessions. So sit back, relax. Grab your favorite drink and let's dive into some juicy stuff. And we have a quick little PSA for you bitches. I am so excited to share that I am hosting a three-day virtual immersive event called the Six Figure Seductress. It's only $33 and it is jam-packed with a ton of value. I will be going over how I went from being a total hustleholic to a pleasure queen, how I utilize pleasure-based marketing strategies to get visible as fuck and attract my soul clients, and my signature seducing your way to six figures methodology for how you can ditch the overwhelm and start creating the life and business that turns you on. You definitely do not want to miss it. The link to sign up is below. We start on the 10th and it goes through the 12th. So hit that link, get in there, make sure you come on the 12th for our live call. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to see you there. Now let's dive into today's Juicy Siren Confessions. Hello, hello, everybody. I am so excited to dive into this episode. It is um, all about what is going on in my life right now, right? Um, And of course, correlates to business like always, but I am leaving the salon officially and um, I was going to say finally, but I hate using that word, so we'll just strike that from the record. Um, I I did, though. I made the choice. I set the date, July 13th, um, which I believe by the time you hear this is a week away about. Um, I That's going to be my last day at the salon. So I wanted to dive into all the reasons, right, why I'm quitting hair and how I'm kind of letting my inner rebel take the wheel. So I'm excited. Let's dive right in. Okay, so um, number one, right? I've realized that I was not being totally honest with myself about my needs, wants, desires, and I mean, you know, when I talk to certain people who are close with me in my real life, right, they're like, well, I mean, I feel like you've been working towards this for a while. So, you know, I'm not shocked Um, putting the whole like shoulder injury aside, Um, because if you don't know, if you're kind of new here, I have a tear in my rotator cuff and I have, I think it's called bursitis in a couple different areas, which is essentially just a fancy word for 
a lot of inflammation or fluid, which creates a lot of pain. So um, basically working as a hairstylist was making everything 10 times worse. I have cut down my hours significantly. I don't take more than three or four clients in a day. I work about six hours once a week. And it's still not, quote, better. So I have decided to take, I keep saying take time off, but I think what's really happening is I'm stepping away, although I don't like to say that until I know for sure. Um, But as of right now, I'm taking like two or three months off to rest my shoulder, maybe get a cortisone shot, maybe assess whether or not I'm going to need surgery. Like the doctor kind of is up in the air about what he thinks the answer is. Um, But I know for sure that I need to be able to rest my shoulder and that's going to be the biggest thing um, as far as healing and figuring out how to move forward. So um, besides that though, I have been, I really have been desiring to work from home. I I have this gorgeous house, this new house that we just bought. I love being here. We have our dog. Um, you know, Leo's home for the summer, so he's with me in the mornings, and he usually goes to his preschool for daycare in the afternoon. So it's like I'm in a good groove, right? And then in the middle of the week, I go into the salon. It kind of like disrupts that groove. And what's interesting and what I've realized is that hair has kind of taken on the side hustle vibe and the coaching, mentoring, influencing has really kind of taken on like my main focus. That's like what I consider to be what I do now. I've noticed that when people ask me or when I introduce myself, I say I'm a business coach. And sometimes I'll say I am a hairstylist, but it's like hairstylist is now kind of on on the – I was going to say the back burner, but that's not what I mean. It's just not the main focus of what I'm doing. And I just found that to be so interesting because forever it was. And even when I was also doing coaching on the side, right, that's how I thought about it was like, hair is my main thing. Coaching is like the side thing. Maybe one day I'll do coaching full time, but I don't know. We'll see. And again, like during, if I'm thinking about looking back during COVID times when we were shut down for like nearly a year, um, with every every single time they announced that like our opening date was getting pushed out, I was like kind of relieved and I wasn't sad. Like there was a part of me that of course was like, I want to get back to normal life and normal routine. Like, you know, it was heavy being in, in, in COVID times, like those COVID times. But what I realized was I really, 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 really enjoyed working from home. And that was when we were in our old house and it was so tiny and like Leo was home a lot because he wasn't even in school yet and we didn't have a dog and like, you know, there weren't all these other factors. But I still loved working from home and I still loved what I was doing so much. And so what I've realized with finally putting in my notice, like giving my the salon owner like a date of when I was going to step away and knowing that. I was leaving the salon, like I have to pack up all my stuff, empty out my cabinet, empty out my station, hand over the key. You know, it makes me really sad for so many reasons. But what's interesting is I don't think it's making me sad to not do hair anymore. And granted, it's been like six solid months since it hasn't hurt physically to do hair. So I'm sure that plays a role. But It's my clients that I'm going to miss. It's the interactions. It's getting 
dressed up and whatever I feel like wearing and doing my makeup and doing my hair and like getting out of the house and having like that kind of a routine and my coworkers and, um, you know, that community of people. But if I'm being totally honest, I really have been one foot out the door for like a solid year, probably since we went back. Right. So I'm just thinking to myself, wow, it took you this long to to realize this, right? And I feel like that's totally normal. I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but it's interesting. So if you're kind of in a similar situation where maybe there's some sort of factor, like an injury or I don't know, some sort of outside factor that's influencing how you feel about what you're doing currently or not, like if you just keep thinking to yourself, oh, I really wish I could blah, blah, blah. I really wish I could work from home. I really wish I had like you know, a schedule where I could pick my kid up from school every day. I wish I could just like go out to the coffee shop and work every morning, like whatever it is, Um, you know, really take that into consideration. That is a desire. That's a want. That's a need, right? That you're, you're, you're telling yourself, your soul, your intuition, your gut, your inner knowing, whatever is telling you to take a look. And I know that it's tricky because trust me, I am going to get into this in a minute because I have this on my list, but it's like, it's fucking scary. It's really scary making these decisions for yourself, right? And that's like the beauty and the curse of running your own business is that you are it. You're the consultant. You're the CEO, CFO, COO. You're the marketer. You're the brainstormer. You're the like client relations person. You do everything. So... When you're not in like decision fatigue mode, then you're probably just doing a lot of different things all the time. So it can feel very exhausting to have like this inner desire that feels really big or it feels really tricky or it feels really hard to achieve. And so you kind of keep pushing it off because you're like, I don't have the energy. I just can't like get myself to do it right now. Like da, 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 da. And that's right. I get it because I mean, that was me for this whole past year. And, you know, I do love the end result. Like, I love, you know, being able to execute these beautiful hair transformations for people. I love talking to my clients. I I attract really great clients because of my ability to show up online like myself and to ask for what I want and to put the information out there. And, you know, I'm proud of myself. I... For, for I was feeling a lot of grief and some guilt walking away from this six plus figure career. And because, you know, no matter what I talk about with pleasure-based business and rest and things like that, that does not negate the fact that we still work really hard, right? We work really hard and hairstylists really kill themselves. Like, oh my God, um, You know, I don't know one stylist who isn't in physical pain a lot of the time that they're working, um, who like doesn't get migraines or has to get like special foot or uh, shoe inserts or like doesn't see the chiropractor or doesn't have like, I don't know, some some sort of something that they have to take care of with their bodies, right? Because it is very demanding of our bodies, right? Um, Because of the repetition and the standing all day and all those things. So, you know, in my opinion, it's right up there with manual labor, although I'm sure people could argue with me on that. But whatever, we're not here for that topic. Um, 
my ADD brain got me on a tangent and now I don't know what I was saying. Um, But anyway, okay, yes, putting a lot of pressure on myself to like immediately replace the salary of this, of my hair business to like, I kept telling myself, oh my God, Elizabeth, see, you just made $1,200 in like five and a half hours. You saw three people like, tell me how that's going to ever come about in like coaching. It's like, bitch, don't do that. Do not do that to yourself because that is a fucking trap. And I can do whatever I want. So can you. I can make anything happen for myself. And that can also be construed as like very privileged, which I am very privileged and I know that and I own that. But also, or and also, I think that when we can, we have to get on board with the things we want to do before we even begin to do them or else it's it's going to be a train wreck, right? Like it's going to be so much harder to get there and do the thing if we don't think we actually can do it. We're going to be fighting ourselves the whole time. So I have to get my mindset right, right? So I'm allowing myself to feel the guilt. I'm allowing myself to feel the grief. I'm allowing myself to like just feel really kind of shitty, like walking, you know, quote, walking away from this very successful career that I've had for uh, like 14 years or whatever it is, like that's wild to even think about too. But, you know, it's also okay. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to change our minds. It's okay to do what we deeply desire, even if it really doesn't make a lot of sense logically. Oh, getting the hiccups. That means I'm talking too fast. Okay. And, you know, it's it's okay to do those things. And it's okay to not have a plan. I've realized that a lot of my anxieties lately have been because I feel like I need to have a plan. Because I feel like I need to have this immediate success, quote, quote, success. I consider my coaching business already a fucking success. But um, in my brain, when I'm having these moments, success means six figures, means five-figure months, means 10-plus-figure months, means, you know, like – like lots of all this money. And, you know, when I think about that, I'm like, okay, how long did it take me to build that in my hair career? Granted, once I knew that's what I wanted, it really only took about a year, year and a half maybe to get there. So I know I can do it. Yes. Are they two different industries? Yeah. Are they both service-based industries? Yeah. Are they both human, human to human industries? Yeah. Are they both like serving people industries. Yeah. So they're not that fucking different. And here's the thing. I was charging a hundred to a hundred and like fifty dollars an hour for every single service I offered in the salon. So if people were willing to come in and drop five, six hundred dollars on their hair every eight to ten weeks, yeah, people are going to show up and spend a thousand dollars a month on one-on-one coaching with me. Like Duh, that is the truth. That's what I'm telling myself. If I got there in hair, I will get there in coaching and I will get there in this mentorship and I will work with brands and I will make money and I will do the things I want to do because what I want to do is I want to be able to work from anywhere. I want to be not exactly a digital nomad because I feel like that gives me anxiety, not knowing, like not having a home. I always want to have home base, but I want to work like I want to be able to take a month off and go work from 
wherever the hell, the mountains, the beach, Hawaii, France, like wherever we want to go, right? But that there's so many moving pieces that have to come into play before that can happen. And I do know that, but I'm not going to get caught up in the how. I just know that that is where I'm heading. And that is where I'm going to keep believing the truth lies. That is what can happen for me if I choose to believe I can have it. And so basically, I'm letting my inner rebel, who really has been wanting to be fucking loud as hell for a really long time now, I am letting her fucking take the wheel. Like she's taking the wheel. She's making the choices. She's telling me to just fucking take a chill pill, relax, you know, focus on being present, focus on the this journey so far, focus on what you already know, focus on yourself and rest and nourishment and know that it's always falling into place. Things are always working out for me, always. And it's shown to me time and time again. All I have to do is look for the evidence, but it's so easy to look away from the evidence, to ignore the evidence, to not see the evidence when we're not, our minds aren't like trained to see it. So that's what mindset work does. That's what I've been doing for the last two or three years now is training my mind to believe that anything is fucking possible. The universe has my back. God, whoever, source, the divine, like whoever you or whatever you believe in has your back and you are 1000% capable of doing anything, truly. Like I want to be an author. I want to be a speaker. I want to be a mentor. I want to work with brands. I want to be on big stages. I want to do lots of things. And if I allow my brain to go down the rabbit hole, trust me, it fucking will. And guess what? I I won't end up doing any of those things or it's going to take me 10 times longer or it's going to feel 100 times harder. So I'm going to let myself believe that that is already in the works, that every step I make is a step toward that vision, okay? And that is what I am focusing on. That's just where I have to live. That is my reality right now. And although, yes, there are moments of fear, there's moments of like, how am I going to do this? There's moments of like, oh my God, like, can I handle this? Like, blah, blah, blah. I just know that it is possible and it is going to work out. And if the if my mind changes about something, that's also fine. Maybe I end up being like, you know what, halfway through trying to write a book, I don't want to be an author. Fuck this. I want to just double down on my podcast. I like I like talking better. Or, you know, okay, maybe I don't want to be like at retreats or like TED Talks. Maybe I just want to do this like virtually or maybe I want to not do this virtually and do this in person. I don't know. You have to be like, I'm open. I am so open for things to fall into place and work out how they're meant to work out. And I'm also willing to show up and do the things that are going to lead me there, that are going to prepare me for that end result, that are going to prepare me for a million dollar life, that are going to prepare me for a million dollar year, a multi-million dollar year. Like, I don't even know if those are my goals. I'm just putting it out there. Like, I'm not going to cut myself off at the knees before I even allow the thing to be a possibility, right? And I've realized too that with stepping away from hair, 
I was really afraid of letting people down. I'm really, um, I'm a triple water sign, you guys. I'm so sentimental. I'm a double cancer. And I just feel like I always owe people so much of myself. And, you know, that that used to really be a big kind of problem for me. I've, I've reeled it in. I've gotten much better at figuring that out. Um, and and protecting my own energy and like really being discerning about that. But still, I realized that I was like really scared of letting people down. And my clients are so wonderful. They've all said the same things of like something really nice, you know, like I'm going to miss you. I don't know if I'll ever find someone that can do my hair like this. I don't know if I'll ever find someone who I love so much, but I am so happy that you're taking care of yourself. This is going to be good for you. I'm so, so, so happy that you are going to get the rest and time that you need and deserve and are worthy of. And that to me is just wonderful. You know, I mean, that's what I mean, I didn't think anyone would be like, oh my God, how dare you? Like, I have an event next week or whatever. But, you know, you never know. Like, you just never know. And so they're, um, they really helped me and they've been sending me these really amazing messages, like long messages, you guys, just basically talking about their time with me and, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Um, and it's been so just, uh, I've been practicing my receiving. <laughs> okay, I've been really really practicing receiving and being receiving with an open heart and not deflecting and just allowing their words to be true. <sighs> and it's been, you know, kind of tricky, but it's been so just like really beautiful and I just can't imagine it going any other way and I feel like this time of my life is just kind of taking on this momentum of its own and and I kind of can't believe that I'm here, you know, um, I'm a week away from turning 37, which is kind of like a mindfuck in itself because I'm like 37, like, huh, <laughs> what? That's three years away from 40. Like, I don't feel that's. I'm not saying I feel old or that I think it's old, but it makes me feel like, yeah, I fucking know what's up. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I can, I'm an adult. I can be taken seriously. And also, you know, I can let those naggy things in the back of my mind tell me like, bitch, you're 37 and you're like basically starting everything over. Like, what are you fucking nuts? And, you know, yeah, maybe I am. And I'm okay with that. I don't care if it's if I start over again at 47 and then 57 and then 67. I don't fucking care as long as I'm happy and I'm doing what feels like what I'm meant to do. That to me is the biggest, hugest, I can't live a life if that's not how I'm feeling. And, you know, with hair, I wasn't feeling like that anymore. It wasn't feeling like a passion. It was feeling like a necessity of like, working to live or whatever the saying goes, right? Or living to work. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, it felt like a paycheck. And um, although I loved, and that's how I kind of knew too, is like I love where I work. I love how I'm working. I love my clients, but it's just still not hitting the spot, right? So I I was letting a lot of different things run the show. Fear, people pleasing, um, you know, not being honest with myself. And it was really an interesting thing to realize. And I feel like a lot, I've, I've had a lot of pusiphonies just even recording this podcast. And it's only been like 25 minutes of recording. And I'm like, wow, I just realized a lot. So thank you for letting me do that in your earbuds, I guess. 
Um, yeah. So if you're here and you've been here, thank you, like, for continuously cheering me on, for always listening in, for, you know, I would love to get this podcast reaching more people um, because we're really going to take off this year. Um, we're going to get people on the podcast talking about real juicy shit. And I'm just so excited, you guys. I'm so excited. I can't wait to share more with you about how this all unfolds. <sighs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm just really full of gratitude. Wow. I thought I was going to get like kind of emotional and like, I, you know, I did a little bit, but um, yeah, if I could leave you with anything, it's just allow yourself to have the things, even if it's scary. And if you need to talk it out, find me on Instagram and send me a DM. Okay. All right. I love you. Bye.